The female vocal ensemble Kaya has been a fixture of the Bloomington music scene since the fall of 2004. Their schedule of regular engagements has included a gig at the Lotus World Music and Arts Festival. Kaya has released several live recordings of their concerts, but their new album, Freedom Land, is their first studio effort. On the eve of Kaya's CD release concert, Yael Cassander invited a couple of the band's members back to WFIU to continue the conversation they started five years ago. Bloomington boasts an a cappella dynasty, from Monkey Puzzle and Vita to the Oolites and Straight No Chaser, along with an all-female group that's been performing since 2004. One, one thing I wanted to let you know is that we have recently dropped the word a cappella from our tagline. There goes that lead. Carol Adair is the leader of Kaya. When most people hear a cappella, they tend to think of doo-wop or straight no chaser, mm-hmm. that kind of sound. And that's just not at all what we sound like. It turns out it's pretty hard to compare Kaya to anything else. We don't actually know of any other group that does what we do. Most bands, they'll have one particular style or cultural reference. So you've got Sweet Honey the Rock that does African and African-American music. You've got Vasen, which does traditional Swedish music, that sort of thing. And they really work deeply within those traditions, and that's their sound. That's not what we do. We pick pieces from all over the world with all different kinds of vocal deliveries. And so having uh, your head whipped around at a <laughs> kayak concert is not an unusual experience because <laughs> you never know what's going to happen next. Manguani impulale kino waki tula. Manguani impulale kino waki tula. Oirana naivana. Oirana naivana. On this album, we sing in 12 different languages, and the entire Kaya repertoire encompasses 28 languages. It is diverse enough that we, we have difficulty categorizing ourselves. So our tagline is, world music from the raucous to the sublime. And that means anything goes to a certain degree. Really, the music can come from anywhere. It can come from our moms, it can come from the web, it can come from a CD that someone has. It might seem an embarrassment of eclecticism, like some sort of multicultural jukebox. But Kaya doesn't just do far and wide, they go deep. So that it is not just some kind of toss salad of, <laughs> of acapella. Right. Amy Jackson has sung in Kaya for six years. When the group is considering incorporating a song into their repertoire, they'll research it extensively. Take the song Lulops, which one Kaya member first heard performed by the group Paroplapi at the Lotus Festival several years ago. Nobody knows what the lyrics mean, really. It's in Occitan, which is an obscure language in southern France. It's actually a dying language. We've been able to find the lyrics translated into French. So we've got English translation of the French, but we don't know the actual meaning in Occitan because, of course, it's very difficult to find anyone who actually speaks the language. But just by looking at the French, it's so intense. It's a very powerful piece. It's a very political piece. It's about an oppressed people rising up against their oppressors. When we were talking about authenticity five years ago, You're not kidding around. The meaning of the song, the cultural context, that's huge for you guys, right? Right. Though we do have this definite creative tension between authenticity and kayafying a song. We talk about kayafying it by making it our own. 
Um, we do a lot of research on YouTube and on Wikipedia to understand the cultures where these pieces come from, but we never try to represent ourselves as speaking for these cultures. So we tailor the sound to what our vision is for that particular piece. Kaya's vision for a piece might be informed by personal stories or current events. So in the case of Lulops... When we started working on that, that's when the Arab Spring was happening. And we looked to the protests in Egypt in particular for inspiration as to what does it mean to be an oppressed people rising up and having to fight physically for freedom. And then in the case in Lulops, in the piece itself, they actually lose in the end. So it's not a happy ending. And it's, it's a complex piece with a complex message, which I think is being played out to a certain degree in Egypt, that we haven't seen just this, you know, suddenly everything is open and free and democratic. It's much more messy. And as the Occitan Song of Oppression came also to tell the story of the Egyptian uprising, the delivery of the song changed. We even change how we pronounce the words, where we start off with a very mushy sort of sound, and by the end it's very articulated. It's like a transcultural game of telephone. Amy Jackson offered another example of kayification. We have a piece that we do on a previous album called Wood Street, which comes from the shape note tradition. Shape note singing traditionally is these four lines of music, and it's about getting the harmonies and everybody singing together rhythmically and the right notes, but it's not about dynamics. It's this very kind of marchy stalwart, kind of loud. But when you read the words of this piece, they're so powerful and poignant. And so while honoring the tradition, we also wanted to honor the meaning. That version was actually heavily influenced by Radiohead, which is an alternative indie rock band. So you wouldn't think of putting those two two things together, but that was a, a really strong creative approach that we had. And then when we posted the video online, we got some comments from traditional shape note singers saying, what is this? What have you done to our music? Right. <laughs> Indignant, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. To a certain degree. We've also had that with Ain't Gonna Let Nobody Turn Me Around, which is an African-American piece where people have questioned us on YouTube, who do you think you are, a bunch of white chicks singing this music? You know, put it aside. That, how does that feel when you get those accusations? I don't know. I think people have a right to question, and if they feel like they've been colonized in some way, I think that's a legitimate thing for them to be concerned about, and I respect that. At the same time, for me personally, I feel that music is a universal language, and that everybody has a way of tailoring that language for themselves, and that we are going to continue, everyone is going to continue to have music be on this long-term journey in the human experience, and it's always going to change. For WFIU, I'm Yael Cassander. Kaya celebrates the release of their first studio album, Freedom Land, on a concert on February the 11th at 8 p.m. at the Unitarian Universalist Church in Bloomington. Tickets are available at the Busker Chumley box office. Find a link to Yael's 2007 conversation with the women of Kaya on our website, wfiu.org arts.